0: listener
1: production. Wall Street pushes higher on Thanksgiving Eve. and Aussie shares expected to
0: open lower on Thursday ahead of a shareholder vote on Origin Energy's takeover
1: bid. I'm Tom. And I'm Ryan. It's Thursday, the 23rd of November. Welcome to the Comsec Market Update. Ryan, US investors have got the whiff of pumpkin pie in their nostrils. And that seems to be reflected in the fortunes of the market. It's doing reasonably well in thin trade. We've got the Dow Jones up by about a half of 1% with a similar outcome for the S&P 500. The Nasdaq up 0.7% last night, I think, was a creditable performance from uh, stocks in general. They have had an extraordinary rally since the end of October. And just to put some of that into context, since the 27th of October, we have seen the Nasdaq improved by 13 percent. The S&P 500 up by as much as 11 percent. Then other important measures that we look at, the uh, KBW Bank Index has improved by 10 percent. The Philadelphia Semiconductor Index up 17 percent. And the Russell 2000, which is a measure of the performance of smaller organizations, it's quite a broad measure as the index name suggests, it's up by 8 percent. So these markets have done quite well, wouldn't you say? We've got the
0: NASDAQ actually up year to date now over 36%. And the SP year to date is now up over 18%. The Dow's the laggard, of course, being more cyclically focused. But certainly very strong gains into year end.
1: And what is interesting also I mean, when you look at the performance of these markets, Ryan, and it speaks to the cycles that have been so evident in relation to investor sentiment towards consumer-facing stocks. So if there's a theme that stands out in the reporting season in the US, it's the upgrading of consumer-related stocks. So if you look back over that period that we just mentioned again, some of the the most improved names tend to be in the travel space. So you've got Expedia up 47%, Carnival up 32%, uh, Paramount up by about 32%, and Royal Caribbean up uh, in that neighborhood as well. They are very sturdy improvements. Big improvements. In fact,
0: Carnival is leading the S&P 500 higher today, and it's up about 3%, and that's on the back of a slip in all prices, which are benefiting those travel stocks, as you mentioned. It's been a little bit of a interesting day because we got NVIDIA, the chipmaker's, results at the close yesterday, and the market's reaction initially wasn't very favourable. And we have seen it down about 1.5%, so a fairly muted response in trade on Wednesday. And that's after the chip designer forecast overall fourth quarter revenue above Wall Street targets but warned U.S. export curbs could lead to a steep drop in sales in China.
1: That's right. That was something of a blemish and contributed to that downward pulse that we saw in the immediate aftermath of what you could only describe. As some very strong numbers there, outlook in terms of revenue for the next quarter uh, in the order of around twenty billion dollars. Uh, there weren't uh, many metrics that were uh, blemished at all. If anything, it was perhaps that the market was expecting more, and that's part of the reason why you have seen this consolidation in the area of record highs for Nvidia. So uh, the the high recently around five hundred and five dollars per share. It traded as low as 476 in the aftermath. But what is clear within these numbers is that there's a clear pathway for growth over the course of the next couple of years. And that's essentially the reassurance that investors want when you have seen such a breathtaking run-up. And indeed, when the fervor is so great and people tend to question its durability, you need to be satisfied that the next couple of quarters are providing you that runway, and that seems to be in evidence.
0: And the AI chip boom is likely to continue, as you mentioned, Tom. We also saw Microsoft again up 1.6% overnight on news at OpenAI after the chat GPT maker reached an agreement for Sam Altman to return as CEO days after his ouster, shares of the startup's financial backer, Microsoft, rose by at 1.2%. And we did see Amazon.com rally 2.3% ahead of the start of the holiday shopping season. So as everyone knows, we've got Black Friday and, and Cyber Monday to look up, forward to. Yes. So it'll be interesting to see the stats around those sales. We did get some economic data released overnight, Tom, which was quite interesting. So we did see the claims for unemployment benefits, the initial jobless claims surprisingly fall by 24,000 last week to 209,000. So that had an influence over the bond market in particular. We saw the 10-year treasury up by one basis point to 4.42% and the
1: two-year was up four basis points to 4.92%. I'm thinking about um, a, a weekly segment called, you don't have to have a long neck to be a goose, and perhaps we could see, you know, put up contenders for that claim. And I think we've found one in the United Kingdom with the Chancellor of the Exchequer, Jeremy Hunt, who is proposing a $21 billion stimulus program at a time when the Bank of England is trying to get inflation in a headlock. When you've got politicians, you know, pouring a little bit of uh, accelerant on the fire, that's not helpful, is it, Ryan?
0: No. And you would have thought that after the last foray into fiscal stimulus, <laughs> pouring petrol on inflation that we saw under the Liz Trust. Yes. Maybe they don't want to
1: be in government.
0: Well, yes. You would have thought they would have learned from that. She lost her job over that whole situation. And what we did here was Jeremy Hunt, the British finance minister, as you mentioned, announced tax cuts for workers. And that was in the autumn statement. And that's before it extended. 2024 election. So, of course, this is all pork barreling. The conservatives yeah. are well behind Labor when it comes to recent polls. Hunters also announced plans on Wednesday which would increase business investment by around 20 billion pounds or 25 billion US dollars a year within a decade or nearly 1% of GDP. So, one would say slightly reckless in a high inflationary environment.
1: Yeah. So, any discussion about rate cuts next year in the UK? pretty much on their back burner. So that's part of the reason why the UK market was down 0.2% at the conclusion of its session overnight. The French market up 0.4% and the German market a little better up by around 0.3%. Today, Ryan, as you mentioned in the headline, a very big day for Origin with um, Brookfield and its consortium trying to get control of the organization. It will be put to a shareholder vote today. And the... Financial Review is reporting that
0: Brookfield's plotting a last-ditch effort to salvage its Origin Energy bid. So we heard that Brookfield and EIG partners were making this bid to win over Origin Energy shareholders late on Wednesday, preparing a new proposal to be lodged with its board ahead of the shareholder vote today. At the same time, energy producers in Australia will be under some pressure today. So we've got the US all NyMex price down by 1% currently. And we have seen it fall back to seventy six point nine five US dollars a barrel. Oil prices are certainly under pressure at the moment. We saw gold futures down zero point four percent to one thousand nine hundred and ninety-two point eighty US dollars an ounce. Iron ore hit the highest level since February, up zero point two percent to one hundred and twenty-nine point eight four US dollars a ton on the back of Chinese stimulus expectations. We've got a massive twenty-seven annual general meetings today, Tom, to look forward to. I won't go through Each and every one of them, there's too many. ALS shares are trading ex-dividend. And we also have an update on the services and manufacturing sectors in Australia. Interestingly, the Aussie dollar has dipped. It got to 65.68 US cents overnight after Michelle Bullock, the RBA governor, announced a speech. And within her speech, she warned that inflation in Australia had become increasingly driven by domestic demand, homegrown, if you like, rather than temporary supply chain pressures, requiring a more substantial response from interest rates. Financial markets are now implying around a 40% chance of one further hike to 4.6% in the first half of next year, although we have seen the US dollar lift overnight and the Aussie dollar has fallen back to 65.43
1: US cents. And if you'd be uh, of that school thinking that rate cuts are in the offing as well, you'd probably be heading back to the whiteboard with your scrubber and maybe making some uh, additions to that calculation. Yes, so certainly back end of next year is looking more likely for rate cuts in Australia. If at all. Uh, the futures are pointing to a decline for the ASX 200 when kickoff kick off down by around a third of a percent. Big day, Looms. Have a great day, Ron. You too, Tom.